music of some of the leading global singers and musicians whose superlative achievements made an impact on our lives. This week, we're travelling to Cape Verde in Africa to meet Cesaria Vora. Let me welcome Jiang on the show. Good afternoon to you, Jiang. Good afternoon, uh, uh, Sadia. You can hear me loud and clear, I hope. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. And uh, what an amazing track, what amazing music, and what an amazing it's, voice she has. Uh, absolutely. It's one of those, uh, again, another uh, lady, a female vocalist that defines her country, her region, and her age, and went well, well beyond the borders of Cape Verde. Although I, I, it was a, it's a part of the world that not, is uh, there's not a lot known about it. Yeah, I was just going to ask you actually because I did have to look it up and think, mm, where is Cape Verde now? So, and she's come out, she's come from there and really made a name for herself, hasn't she? Absolutely. So, Cape, just a little bit about Cape Verde. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a group of, it's an archipelago, it's a group of islands, uh, something around 900 miles off the coast of West Africa in the Atlantic uh, Ocean. And in the 15th century, it was colonized. It, has, it had hardly any inhabitants, and it was colonized by the Portuguese in the 15th century. Uh, later on, became a center for the slave trade. And as that kind of uh, came into disrepute, it then uh, went on to become a thriving commercial center and got its independence finally in 1975 oh. uh, from the Portuguese. Okay. And... That's where uh, Cesaria Ivora comes from. And uh, she uh, was born into a family of six children. And uh, after uh, her father passed away, her mother couldn't look after all of them. So she was um, handed over to an orphanage. Oh, gosh. And yes. Uh, and uh, however, she grew up with music all around her. And when she was around 16, she was noticed uh, by somebody who said, all right, well, you should go and sing in the sailors' bars because, you know, uh, sailors would come there very mm -hmm. often from Portugal. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and from then on, that's how she actually started. And then on, she started singing for cruise ships, uh, Portuguese cruise ships, which docked in uh, Cape Verde. Um, and she was essentially uh, born in the small village of Mindelo, uh, which is home to apparently a lot of artists from Cape Verde. And uh, that uh, someone noticed her again on this ship and they, she was invited to perform in Lisbon. But it wasn't until 1988 um, that she had her international acclaim. Mm -hmm. She cut her... Uh, first record in France called uh, La Diva au Pied Nu, or the lady, uh, the, the barefoot diva. This is what she became known as because she always performed barefoot on stage. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> there are only a couple of other artists yes. I know. Uh, I was just going to yes, say, I, I recall some when I was growing up, I think it was Sandy Shaw, was it Sandy Shaw or Petula, one of the two who used to come in barefoot. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure about any of those, but I can tell you that with this, from this part of the world, there are only a couple of artists I know that perform barefoot. One is Lata Mangeshkar and one is Asha, uh, her sister Asha Bosley. Oh, right. Um, okay. Yeah, they had their reasons for doing so. Um, but uh, so, yeah, she was known, she became known as the barefoot diva. And that, uh, uh, her uh, next album won her a Grammy nomination in 1995. And she actually got awarded the Grammy 
for our album was uh, uh, was d'azur in uh, was d'amour sorry um in uh, 2003 now her music is very special um she specializes in a genre which is very native to uh, cape verde uh, called uh, morna mm-hmm. so Morna is to Cape Verde as tango is to Argentina. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, you know, bossa nova is to Brazil or salsa is to Cuba. Mhm. Yeah. And uh it's a very melodious amalgam of Brazilian and Portuguese sounds. Um and uh, uh you know, it's it talks about generally Morna songs talk about love, longing, uh, nostalgia for the motherland and uh uh you know um uh, some social issues uh which have all over the years uh been um, a part of the life of cape verde mm-hmm. in fact from uh, what uh, what i known it seems that uh cape verde has more migrants than residents oh, i mean right. they spread all over the all over europe and north america okay. and so often these morna songs are longing for the motherland So was her focus uh, a lot of her music focused on on that? Uh yes, a lot of music was a lot of uh, I mean most of her music was focused on that and mm-hmm. of course there's love there's she talks about uh, uh the beauty of her motherland. I mean the track that you heard uh, in the beginning was a track called Petit Pays. Mm-hmm. Uh so It's it beautiful. talks about yeah, yeah this, as a small country and um, you know describes the beauty of the motherland and the longing for the motherland. Um So uh that's 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 uh, Cesaria and uh, of course once she had international fame um she was uh fairly well uh, uh recognized i mean one of her biggest fans apparently was Madonna Oh right okay yes who uh apparently met her a few times backstage in her shows and then went on to record and tour with uh, some of Cesaria's band members later on uh, in uh, I think about it was just a few years ago that she did her last tour mm-hmm. and she had uh, Cesaria's percussionist uh, playing with her on tour so so yeah, is she I mean, still uh, recently active or has she retired now or no she's not is she still around? she's no longer around she uh, passed away in 2011 okay okay Yeah in her village of Mindelo in Cape Cape Verde and apparently they say that just moments before she passed away she was receiving guests and enjoying a smoke <laughs> so she lived her life to the full until the end really oh, absolutely but the the you know she's become so synonymous with Cape Verde uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you know a few years after she passed away her face uh adorned the 2000 escudo banknote wow. uh, the cape wow. verdean escudo yes that's quite a legacy I mean, mm. absolutely I, i i it's i have never heard of uh, a, a musician being accorded that sort of privilege before i mean stamps yes of course mm-hmm. but uh, being on currency notes is some just something on um uh, quite 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 something So I mean when she was performing I I suppose you know initially when I heard her name I wasn't it didn't didn't strike me as somebody who I knew about um her acclaim it was international but was it very much focused in that part of the world or did we you know say in in the west was it it, it was it a kind of reasonably household name people knew about her was there a lot of attention that she got 
Well, certainly in the world of Latin music, Brazilian music, Portuguese, you know, I, I guess, I mean, as I said, you know, Cape Verde has fewer residents than migrants. <laughs> yes. And uh, she spent a fair bit of time in Paris uh, recording and obviously in Portugal mm -hmm. and traveling around. Um, I mean, she did concerts all over the place. Uh, as late as 2010, I think she was in Australia. In fact, that is when she had a, uh, her first heart attack on tour. Gosh. Um, so uh, she was a bigger name outside of her own. I mean, right. she was a big name in her own country, but yeah. I think most of her fan base was certainly outside. Um, I was introduced to the music of uh, Cesaria Evora by a Portuguese friend uh, when I uh, was studying my, uh, for my MBA in London Business School. And uh, I was just so taken by it. And, and I watched her perform, not, of course, obviously not, I haven't had the privilege of watching her live, but in videos. And um, that just, that voice, it was something that huskiness. Quite and a haunting and voice, isn't it? Very Ab sort of absolutely. deep and powerful. Um, if, if people want to see what she looks like, you can actually go to my Facebook page. There's a photograph there, Sadi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. Have a look on the Facebook page. You can see her there. Um, in terms of an impact, like what is her legacy now? Obviously, you know, as you said that, you know, she was pretty, uh, in, in terms of fame, international fame there was, and in her area. How do people remember her now? Well, anything um, um, to do with Cape Verde, uh, I mean, as I said, she's, she became synonymous with Cape Verde. Um, they gave, uh, gave her the honor of being featured on their banknote. There have been uh, documentaries about her. Um, there have been uh, uh, people who have been trying to, uh, I mean, her tracks, as usual, has, have been remixed by a lot of DJs. Mm -hmm. um, there, are, there are a number of wannabe uh, Cesaria Ivoras mm -hmm. around. You know, and has anyone so, actually reproduced? Do you know of anyone who's perhaps reproduced some of her tracks and, and got to that level, the standard that she has? No, no. I mean, some of the, uh, uh, if you notice, uh, uh, Sadia, some of the singers that we have uh, uh, highlighted in through these series of shows, uh, mm -hmm. none uh, of the wannabes have been able to reach those levels. Yeah. These are extraordinary yeah, artists. Yeah, they are, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, uh, a number of weeks back we were talking about Lata Mangeshkar and, um, and you know, sometimes on, on videos you see people, you know, women trying to mm -hmm. emulate her and, and her, their voices are just not, you, you just can't be, you can't get to that level, can you? Yeah. And huge amount and of experience, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, see, uh, at least musically speaking, I can tell you this. It's not only the tone and timbre. I'm mm -hmm. sure there are many people who have the tone and timbre that this is our, there must be somebody, uh, uh, you know, a rare person, but yes. But even with that tone and timbre, you cannot deliver the expression, the, perf uh, the, the perfection of pitch, mm -hmm. um, the timing, um, and the uh, the pauses, the, all, all the little things mm. which make a song great. Yeah, and it's the mannerisms too. It's just it's the whole sure. person, isn't it? And that's what actually yeah. we see. But that, that yeah. that's amazing. So if, for, for instance, now if somebody wants to, obviously the music is accessible through Spotify through other means, but it is yeah. still reasonably popular. It is is it still being played uh, internationally? Absolutely. It's being played internationally. You will hear a lot of her if you were to, say, listen to uh, Brazilian or Portuguese radio stations. Mm -hmm. um, 
she's very much part of that fabric and therefore i mean it's interesting that no other singer in that part of the world has been able to acquire the stature that she has mm -hmm. Mm. You know, yeah. this lady from a small group of islands in the Atlantic. That's amazing, isn't it? I was and in the first track that we played, um, the music, I just think the music was just amazing. I mean, she there's there's quite a long intro. And I think in the second track, too, we have a, a bit of an intro before she comes in. But it really warms up the track before she actually makes an appearance. And the music is absolutely beautiful. It builds the atmosphere mm. and uh, it take, kind of takes you into a mood uh, which is just so special and it has that strain of melancholy and nostalgia about it, but it's got so much beauty in it that uh, you, you kind of bask in that for a while and then this, this voice takes over and then you just completely surrender to it. Mm, you've introduced us to a whole new world of artists, really. <laughs> it's been, well, the so, been, it's entirely been so good. Tell me now, um, the, the next track, we're, we're going to end with the track. Tell me a little bit about this track that we're going to play, so, just to end with. So uh, this is her most famous track. It's called Sodade and, uh, or Sodad. Uh, and it speaks of the longing of migrants for Cape Verde, their motherland. And uh, Swadade is a Portuguese word which encapsulates that feeling, which is a mix of nostalgia, love, yearning, um, uh, pain, um, and everything kind of sweet, bittersweet memories are all rolled into one. It's one of those words which is very difficult to translate into uh, English. Mm -hmm. And is this one of your favorites or which one is well, your absolutely. favorite? This was my introduction to the music of Cesaria Evora, uh -huh. and uh, I'd like to share it with our audience today because this is her most famous track. And I'm sure even for those who have may not have heard of her name, when they listen to this track, they'll immediately know what we're talking about. Okay. Jayang, thank you very much for another wonderful JJ's Music Box. I look forward to seeing you next week. And we're going to end with that track then. Thank you very much. The pleasure is mine.